will say that this is the most disturbing fill-in-the-blank we've ever had. Welcome to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. In this weekly podcast, Kirby and Bill talk about the world of marketing, branding, and promotional products. Unscripted is available only at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Kirby and Bill. And welcome to episode number 142 of Unscripted. I am your co-host, Bill Petrie. With me, as always, the professor of pop sockets, the one and only Dr. Kirby Hossaman. Kirby, how the hell are you today? I am doing well, my friend. I'm, I'm, I'm on the end of that sickness that I sort of had last week, um, not all the way through it, um, and you can kind of tell from my voice, but uh, definitely feeling better, which is uh, welcome, um, but I'm uh, just trying to keep after it. How about you, buddy? Doing well, doing great. Um, been on the road a little bit uh, the last couple of weeks, so looking forward to being off the road. Yeah. And uh, But you know what else I'm looking forward to, Kirby? What's that, Bill? Talking about our good friends at Common Skew. You know, we always talk about how Common Skew, they make that game-changing software for the business, uh, for the distributor businesses, and they'd really, really like to share those Common Skew sessions, and I think you're familiar with those, right? I am indeed, and the reality of it is anything that Common Skew puts their name behind, especially when it comes to education, is going to rock. Yeah, no question. So this spring, they are kicking off those new multi-city sales conferences for distributors called Common Skew Sessions. They just rolled out the entire speaker list. It looks phenomenal in every city. Each session is designed to cover that sales funnel from attracting and converting new business all the way through customer retention and optimizing that relationship uh, throughout the, the, the process. So they're going to be heading out to Dallas, Chicago, Los Angeles, and the, the town's so nice. They named it twice, New York, New York. Learn how you can amp up your sales and up your game and get your tickets. They're selling out quickly at CommonSkewSessions.com. And speaking of Common Skew um, products and Common Skew events, Skew Camp has been announced. It's over in Pittsburgh this year, which is very close to where you are at, Kirby. Yes. And if you are interested in finding out more about Skew Camp, and, and why wouldn't you? It's a game-changing uh, two- to three-day conference that really gets you set up for the next year. Visit SkewCamp.com. You won't be sorry you visited either website, will you, Kirby? They will not be sorry they did. Awesome. Well, Kirby, why don't you uh, start us off with a topic today? Are you ready to broadcast at a semi-platinum level? <laughs> I am going to do my best to uh, to raise my game to your level, my friend. Okay. Um, all right. So I'm gonna I'll bring one up that has been on my mind here okay. recently. Um, so. One of the things that you and I do speaking and content around the industry, mm -hmm. um, and it's been, I've had a couple different times where these things have come up, and it's its an ever-changing culture, I think, that has to do, that kind of goes under the topic of professionalism. Okay. And I, and I struggle with it. Because from my perspective, this is an this is an ongoing thing. But I think some people are offended by, like, um, for lack of a better term, they're seeing a a degradation of dress code in mm -hmm. professionalism, and that's been brought up quite frankly at one of my sessions where they they pointed out that I was um, I was dressed in a, a pair of jeans. I, I thought I looked nice, but clearly they didn't. Right. Um, and then uh, you know how quite frankly, cursing is become more prevalent mm -hmm. in business culture, especially, um, you know, whether it's in articles, whether it's in speaking, whether it's in videos. And I think from my perspective, some of that has evolved, mm -hmm. quite frankly. And, you know, I have some 
the, the norms, I guess, have changed. Right. I want to be respectful for people who, you know, the word shit, you know, offends them. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I also, we make content for adults. Right. And and I think that sometimes people miss the the totality of the message when one, they pick out one piece. Mm-hmm. And then they're frustrated by it. So mm-hmm. I wanted to get your take. I have some additional thoughts on that, but I wanted to see what you thought about that. It, like, have we lost professionalism? I feel like that's the question that they're asking. Right. Um, or has professionalism just evolved? Uh, I think it's evolved. So I, um, you know, this is, I, I had a feeling you were going to bring this up. You and I mm-hmm. did have a sidebar conversation about something kind of tangential yep. to this this week. Um, I had written a blog um, uh, called, uh, the echo or the voice, you know, which do you want to be essentially saying, you know, it takes a lot of courage. It takes, uh, effort. It takes, uh, you know, some, some chutzpah, if you will, <laughs> to it. be a voice, to be a unique voice. And many, uh, in not just our industry, but every industry, they're just content looking at the voices and trying to do exactly what the, the people who are achieving success are doing. And they think that success will, um, be bestowed upon them right. and when that success doesn't happen they throw up their hands and say well i just don't get the lucky breaks that they do right and in that uh in that blog i said that's bullshit because right. it is bullshit <laughs> and i went because on to, that's true <laughs> yeah and i went on to say you know this is in every industry you know there was the beatles were innovators they were a voice they had a look they had a sound that was unique and that's what makes them arguably the best pop band or certainly the most successful pop band in the history of popular music but you know there was a bunch of other uh groups around that time that were literally carbon copies of them jerry and the pacemakers the mersey beats i could go on and on and on yeah yeah, a couple of them had hits here and there but none of them achieved the success of the beatles because they weren't original they weren't innovators they weren't a voice they were just merely happy being an echo and trying to get the crumbs of success well i published that blog and and i got an email from someone who um, was offended by my use of the word uh, bs um, and went on to not only question my um, professionalism, but went on to question the integrity of, of me, um, Promo Corner as an organization, and said that I was doing a disservice to the industry. And um, to say that bothered me would be an understatement. Mm-hmm. Um, but I responded back because <clears throat> he said um, also that it was, I wasn't accountable, which I didn't quite understand. So I wrote him back because, you know what, I absolutely am accountable. And I explained why I wrote it the way I did. It was to drive home a point. I don't back off on it. I actually slept on, should I use that term? And I think if you use mild PG-13 profanity to get somebody's attention, to make a point, I think that's okay. It's not like, for example, on our podcast, Kirby, it's F-bomb this, F-bomb that. First of all, we've never said that on the podcast. I don't think we have. Right. But it's, it's, I think, saying a shit, a hell damn crap every once in a while, that's okay. Um, right. I don't think it's a degradation of professionalism. I think it's, uh, you know, times they are a change in. And I think, you know, the way we speak is differently than people spoke 10 years ago, than 10 years ago, than 10 years ago, and 10 years from now, 10 years from now, 10 years from now. Right. Language evolves. And uh, I think also the the vehicles in which content is delivered have evolved. Right. 
you know so yeah. blogs are different than editorial pieces in the wall street journal yeah so yeah, that's no, my, my opinion on it well and i tell you again i think that the as you said the times they are a change in and i it is fascinating to me anytime anybody's like i wish things were the way that they were right those people drive me crazy sure. uh, as, as if i'm painting with a broad brush because it's they're not so it's i mean you can live in the past if you want but the, but you know, the rest of us are going to move forward. Now, I'm sure that I will certainly be the um, the guy who's get off my lawn at some point in the not too distant future. But the reality of it is you're right. The, the cultural norms around language, dress code, all that sort of thing have evolved. And many, I think, in a very positive way. And I would say that, you know, you know, Tony Robbins, who's one of the most um, influential people in the world today. Yeah actually uses uh, more colorful language very much on purpose because sure. he because those words tend to snap you out of the they trances like, yeah. that we all fall into right, and to like, try yeah. and make a point to shock you into hearing something in a different way and so um, I'd be curious to hear what the audience has to think about this but I, I I'll be honest with you I for the most part and, and don't get me wrong there are times where I go to a certain appointment and I dress differently because of I know course. that's the culture I'm walking into that's part of being a salesperson you are a chameleon based yes. on your audience yeah absolutely but on the other hand you know, the idea that I'm supposed to conform, you know, it's, it, I, I think that's one of those moments where it's like, we talk about authenticity and how we want it until we get authenticity. Absolutely. And then sometimes it makes us very uncomfortable. Oh, absolutely. It's like, they, you know, everybody wants pro football players to not say, you know, hey, we just take one game at a time. And, you know, <laughs> right. uh, and you, get, you get some authenticity from a football player and everybody's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, uh, when, when that gentleman um, sent me uh, that nasty gram via email, I wrote back uh, what I thought was a fairly eloquent response, a very candid and honest response. And I opened it up. I said I was happy to talk to him, um, more than happy to engage in a, a conversation with him so I could fully understand where his issues were. Right. And it did not surprise me at all, but yet it disappointed me that I didn't hear a word back. Right. Not one word. Didn't get yeah. a phone call. Didn't get an email. So... You know, some people like to complain just to complain, and it's yes. something to complain about because um, things are different than the way they used to be. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. All right, Kirby. So you know it's March, which I know certainly makes you happy because you're getting away from the, the <laughs> dreaded winter. Um, so excited. <laughs> but it's also Women's History Month, and I was thinking of, you know, one of the things we need to do better as an industry and probably as a society as well you know, if, if we're just being candid with ourselves, you know, women have historically not been given the same opportunities as men. Right. And so it is Women's History Month, and I thought it would be kind of fun if we, and maybe we make this an annual thing, because we did actually talk about this last year. I actually went into the deep, unscripted archives. <laughs> okay. Um, but I thought it'd be fun to look at the trailblazers and the innovators and the rock stars on the female side that are really making our industry better. Awesome. That's so, great. Like I said, I went in the archives, so um, last year we mentioned Catherine Graham. Yep. Joanne Lance. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, let's see. I mentioned Catherine, Joanne Lance, Charity Gibson, Lori Cates. You mentioned Mary Jo Tomasini, Brittany David, Amanda Delaney, and Tiffany Tarr. Love that's it. what you. Those were the ones you brought up. Those are the ones I brought up. Okay. So I thought I'd bring up a couple and and just you know talk about that. Um, okay. And what they're doing. What what some really fabulous women are doing in the industry. I I think that's a great topic. So one of the first ones that came to my mind, why don't we just go back and forth with each other on this? Okay, sounds good. One, one of the first ones I thought about was uh, Renya Nelson. 
Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Renya is, for those of you who don't know, Renya Nelson runs a, uh, an agency. Uh, it's a promotional products company, but it's really more of an agency perspective, an agency uh, model out of Salt Lake City, Utah, and is one of the brightest um, people I've met in terms of seeing the aesthetics of things and making mm. them better. Yeah. Um, she's deeply committed in her community to making the community better. And she has spoken at several common skew events, always knocks it out of the park and has some of the highest energy of anybody I know yeah. in the industry. And so, you know, that's a, definitely a, a woman to watch as she continues to evolve brand aid into really becoming a, a forefront agency. Oh, totally. I'm excited about this topic, dude. Me too. Um, uh, so, yeah. And Renya, what I love about her, too, by the way, is absolutely no bullshit filter. Nope. <laughs> Think you know what I mean? Like, I love that. Yep. Um, okay. So I'm going to go with Johanna Gottlieb. Okay. Uh, uh, Johanna is an executive at Access Promotions. Mm -hmm. She's involved with Promo Kitchen. And wow, I got a chance to work with her through the Promo Kitchen shelf. And man, oh man, is she a go-getter. Um, she is energetic. She's positive. She's, a, she's just one of those people that when you work with her on a project, you're like, oh my God, the industry is in great hands. Absolutely. <laughs> no, she, she's a great, uh, she's a big fan of this uh, show as well. Yeah, that's um, true. That's so, true. No, I, I love so her. It shows that she has great taste. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, okay, so another one I thought of is Kate Plummer. She's Clear on my Room. list as well. Yes, well, good. cross her off. <laughs> that's right. Um, Kate um, has done such a great job with her family's organization. And you talk about someone who's really gotten involved uh, in doing things that make her uncomfortable. Um, she's really gotten involved in doing the deep dives um, every Wednesday after promo chat yep. uh, for Promo Kitchen and does some really great interviews. And she's uh, you know, a brand new Promo Kitchen chef and just completely jumped right in and taken over a lot of the editorial and a lot of the social uh, things and just, just uh, think the world of her. And she's uh, very bright, very effervescent. Yes. I'm going Denise Tashero. I had her with, on my list. With Fairware. Cross yep, her off. Her uh, so Denise, for those who don't know, another distributor. She is, from my perspective, she is one of the leading innovators in our industry for um, going into niche, being more... It, I, saying eco-friendly is almost detracting the amount of impact that she and, and her company are having. They um, responsibly sourced, maybe that's a better way of saying yep. it, is that every time I talk to her, I, I'm inspired to do better. And yep. so Denise is on my list. Okay. I know one, this is going to be on your list, but I'm going to say it anyway. Sarah yes. Webb. Yes. Um, Sarah, <laughs> I've known Sarah back when her and I both used to work at Summit Marketing. Mm -hmm. Um in uh, the early part of this decade mm -hmm. and uh, just just a great salesperson but had a, has a motor and has yes. a drive and she very boldly went out on her own and has built a company called In Tandem Promotions in Atlanta to kind of a powerhouse in that region and has really done a fantastic job and you talk about someone who understands branding and not just branding overall but her own branding uh, just, just truly fantastic truly fantastic yeah and she's a she's a constant um, learner. 
That's what yep. I think about her, too. Um, I'm going to go with Brittany Godsey next on okay. the list. If, if you aren't following Gold Bond and their social media, um, and especially through the Instagram platform, they do an amazing job. Yep. Brittany has literally gone from zero to 60 and um, I think has become an innovator in the social media part of our industry. So Brittany is on my list. Okay, good. Agreed. I got one more. You got one more? I uh, Sure. Okay. I'm going to say Dana Geiger, PPAI. Okay. Um, I like it. Dana has uh, moved from the regional uh, level. She was executive director of several regional associations, has taken on the regional relations manager job at PPAI, where okay. she is really trying to corral uh, <laughs> you know, a lot of the regional activity and has done a, a tremendous job in terms of, of uh, strategic foresight, in terms of how, how important <clears throat> that the regional community is to um, the industry at large and how that's where the change really happens is at the grassroots level and she really uh, is driving that in a big way and I think her presence uh, has made a huge difference already and it's continued to make a difference. I love it. All right, I'm going to give you two. Okay, um, go ahead. And just I'll make them quick. So Kelsey yep. Cunningham yep. comes to mind. Uh, she is definitely one of the you know um, up-and-comers in our industry, not only creating content but through Spark. Um, yep. I know she's involved with that. And then yeah, just Kelsey's, Kelsey Cunningham's awesome. Um, she's yeah. actually going to start writing a blog for us here at Promo nice. Corner next month. Uh, yeah, she's 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 definitely one. And I think like I mean, she's killing it at Imagine Brands right now, just yeah. absolutely crushing it. And then finally, for me, Kara Keister. She's a head, she's yeah. a, a head of the board of Opa. Yeah. Uh, Kara's Kara's really cool, uh, very energetic, bringing a lot of great energy to that regional. And so those, Kara, those are, those I don't. Are yeah, Kara, I don't know very well. I've had some interactions with her, and she is, seems very impressive. Seems yeah. very impressive. So, and I'm actually going to be at the OPA event, the Sales Safari. Yes. Um, up in, um, up in, I don't know where the hell. Kalahari, it is. baby. Kalahari. Yeah, that's okay. right. Uh, but I'm going to be up there, and I, I hope we get to know her a little bit better. So that, I guess, the point I wanted to make sure we brought this up, and I really do want to do this every year, is, is, you know, it's it's not just the good old boys club and no. the more that I think, you know, you and I, as much as I think you and I would sheepishly try to push aside, we do have a voice in the industry and shame on us. If we're not, we're not trying to advance um, other people as well that maybe don't get the light shine on them that they should. I'll be honest with you. This is this has been fun, whether it's man, woman, whatever. Yep. I think we ought to, on a more regular basis do shout outs of people who are doing good in the industry. So agree. And fun. here's the thing: you, we both know we've missed tons of people. Oh yes, yes. And and maybe it's because we don't know them, and maybe it's because we're not making efforts to know them. Right. right. It's, it could be just as well. It could be us. So yeah. if we've missed people, please put them in the comments as, yes. as you listen to this. Let's let's start lifting up uh, some of the great people. Doesn't matter who they are, men, women, doesn't matter in the industry who are doing great things. So I love thank it. you for indulging me in that discussion, Kirby Hossaman. Do you have another topic? I do, I do. So one of the things that are you're hearing a lot about, and this is just I think this will be a quick one, bud. Okay. But in influencer marketing. That yep. is a piece that is a sort of a trending topic. You're hearing it all over the place. Uh -huh. And, of course, I always think it's interesting that influencers are talking about influencer marketing. It's a little bit of a, a self-fulfilling prophecy. But, right. um, but I, I, wrote a, I read an article yesterday, which I think is interesting, talking about the advancement of cannabis, mm -hmm. but how a lot of influencers are shying away from taking that on as an endorsement. Mm-hmm. I thought that was super interesting, and I think it tells the tale that though we understand that this is something that's coming, 
and, and yep. it, like in my town, it's here, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like there's a there's a dispensary here in Coshocton mm-hmm. County now. Um, I still think there is whether it's called a stigma, whether it's a reputation, the idea that influencers are shying away from what they want to in endorse and cannabis being one of those things i think that's interesting still i wanted your take yeah my take is that um money talks bullshit walks so people are scared to lose money and so they're not going to be pushing that you know what i mean i think they're scared to lose other endorsements i think they're scared to lose um an audience that maybe um you know i'm trying to think of a good analogy there's a reason that the tony awards Nobody watches them outside of New York in, in the West Coast. Nobody in middle America cares. It's a very um, different type of entertainment right. that uh, t- you know, tends to be far more over the top than quote-unquote middle America has, is seen to be able to handle. Right. I think it's the same thing with the marijuana discussion. So I think you'll see some people who, for lack of a better term, almost become hypocritical because mm-hmm. they do want to endorse cannabis or whatever – but they're scared they're going to lose a segment of their audience to the point where they won't do it. Mm. Um, and so they have to make a, for lack of a better term, it's a business decision, I think. Yeah, I think it goes back to the idea that you and I have talked about, and I know I've talked about a lot, is that we're all media companies. And it's interesting that influencers, as they grow, they're having to make those decisions like a yeah. media company would make. I, I, to me, this is just, it's just fascinating it, to watch. It is, because you start off, you, you take any sort of, like you know, a, a influencer, influence marketer, and mm-hmm. they start off as they build an audience, and it's usually 100% authentic. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what anybody thinks. And then as you start to get soft sponsorships, maybe it's product placement, things like that, you start to have to wean your message a little bit because right. hey, you know, you got to get paid. Mm-hmm. You got to get paid. So I, I do think that factors a lot into it. Cool. All, All right. right, I've got one quick one. And okay. I actually, you know what? Maybe we'll push this. No, we'll go through it. We'll go through okay. it that time. So um, I was asked to be on a uh, panel. So there was uh, a PPI drafted an abstract in response to the industry currently being excluded from college marketing programs. Okay. So basically there was a survey and quite a few uh, college marketing professors uh, weighed in on the value of promotional products and why they would not include that in a marketing curriculum. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So I was asked to, you know, I along with quite a few other people, I'd say about 12 or 15 of us were asked to respond basically exactly to those um, professors. And, and they wrote a 16-page abstract. I actually have it in front of me. Um, it, one distinguished pr- professor stated, uh, uh, and again, they're not named, but a distinguished marketing professor said, um, promotional products are a petty, little, a, tri- a petty, trivial little piece of marketing. Hmm. So... Obviously, that uh, sent my, my promotional blood boiling. Um, and, but I wanted to ask you, because basically the question is, should promotional products be part of the curriculum as it relates to marketing in college? I mean, if, if that's the question, then, you know, it, of course, I'm a biased audience, so I struggle to give it. But I'm, I'm trying to I'm, draw I'm, you off sides, Kirk. Yeah, of course it should be. I mean, it, it's one of those things where the same kind of people, I always think it's fascinating. The same kind of people would say, well, you know, YouTube is not marketing or, right. you know, it, it, I think it's really interesting that people take one tiny view of something and then that's what their view of it is. And these are the folks who are educating our future thinkers in the world. Yeah. To, to me, all that, I, that a statement like that does is showcase ignorance. Yeah. Um, 
the idea that, it, that they haven't done their own research um, and it's one of the, by the way, you want to draw me off sides, it's one of the reasons that I think that college education today is wildly overvalued right. or wildly overpriced because that's an absurd statement. And the idea that that is what's being fed into the young minds of, of our marketing professionals is mm-hmm. insulting and Agreed. offensive, to be a honest lot of with the, you. A lot of the argument was, hey, promotional products are, are a tactic, not a strategy, to which I also say is not accurate. Right. Um, you know, when you, I was listening to you, I, one of the things I had said that made it into the abstract were, um, <laughs> you'll, you'll like this, to suggest from that promotional products aren't important enough to cover in a marketing curriculum is at best short-sighted. And it is. Um, you know, yeah. it's the only piece of marketing where the recipient says thank you. It is. Um, it can yeah. be wildly. It, it should. And not only can it be. It should be wildly built into your strategy, your overall advertising strategy. Um, so I, I agree with you. I just I wanted to get this out there because I didn't think a lot of. I don't think a lot of people know that this is going on mm-hmm. right now. That PPAI has partnered with the uh, American Marketing Association on this to kind of really raise the awareness of promotional products. So again, I think we'd be also. Uh, uh, short-sighted if we didn't thank PPAI for, yes. you know, you talk about what they're supposed to do as an association, what you want your association to do. It's to elevate the industry. And my gosh, they are doing exactly that. Yeah. And I, I guess I, you know, again, this is a topic I didn't know was coming. And the more I think about it, the more I think that shame on any curriculum that isn't talking about all the tools in the toolbox. Right. Right. Absolutely. You're not, you're, you're, I mean, that's like, it's a little bit like saying, you know what? Yeah. I don't like, video so we're not going to talk at all about video marketing right. it's absurd it's it a tool is. in the toolbox it's not the only one and it shouldn't be no but, but it's say, one of them <laughs> but to say it's not worth half yeah. hour over the course of a semester for a discussion point is completely preposterous but you know what's not preposterous kirby what's that bill that's how you can experience simplicity with our good friends at gold star right Ooh, you know what they do they make the buying process as easy as possible they have that all-inclusive pricing that includes setup and decoration. There you are clicking that lovely writing instrument from good friends at Gold Star. No hidden fees like proof fees. <laughs> Come on, please. Whatever. <laughs> no, they don't do that. Free ground shipping on uh, writing instruments. That's for the U.S. and Canada, folks, always. Free sales and marketing tools. You talk about tools in your toolbox, Kirby. They have free sales and marketing tools like case histories, uh, things like that to help you wow your customers and close that deal. Low minimums on drinkware. Hey, and by the way, Kirby, did I mention no setup fees? Of course I did because I know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> so if you're interested, and by gosh, you should be, sign up for that free Simplicity Starter Kit online at goldstarpens.com unscripted. Let's get to branding, folks. Love that. Great All read, right. by the way. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Kirby, I have a theme for Fill in the Blank this week. As do I. And yeah. it is women. Women oh. is the theme for Fill in the Blank. Are you I, ready for I, this? I had a feeling it would be, so okay. bring it. Blank is the most obvious way women are smarter than men. Blank is the I, I think emotionally. I you know I think I like yeah that. I think um, for me I, it, it, there are so many times where I I kind of have like two or three emotions total, <laughs> right? Like I'm either happy or sad and hungry. <laughs> so but those are my default positions. Whereas you know I think so many times they are so much more empathetic. Women are so much better at reading the room. I I always joke with my wife. We're both in sales, of course, and. You know, I think that so many times I'm more the hard charger, but God, she's so much better at listening and kind of, um, kind of just really identifying with the person that she's with. So Love it. that would be my answer. All right. 
All right, mine, my theme is food, my Food friend. is your theme. I love it. Yeah, Count I had a Chocula, feeling. Kirby. That's yeah. my answer. <laughs> All right. If you had to change your diet and oh. eat vegan, you would feel? Healthy but sad. Um, <laughs> the thought of eating vegan makes me very sad. Right? Um, I like meat. Insert your own joke there, everybody. I like meat. Um, I do. And I would have a hard time with that. Um so I, I think I'd feel healthier, but I think I'd feel like part of me is missing something. I'm a carnivore. I'm yeah. sorry. I, I I believe that plants were put on this earth so that I could eat all of them, every <laughs> single one. That's why I go to Fogo to Shone because yeah. they'll have, like, you know, cooked armadillo and, and uh, you know, quail egg quesadillas and stuff like that. So I'm good with that. I love it. All right, Kirby. You work with your bride. I do. Blank is the organization you would like to see Amy run as CEO. United Way. United um, Way, very nice. Yeah, I, I, honestly, I mean, I, I think I'd like her to run Hossman Marketing. Um, I'm we sure she to, already runs Hossman Yeah, Marketing. yeah, well, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, just the, the first thing that popped in my head, Amy was actually the executive director for the Coshocton County Division of United Way for a while. Okay. Um, I think she did an exceptional job there. What I think Amy's really good at is um, she has a business mind, but yet she is very... Um, um, driven to help those in need, and right. so I think someone like that would nice. would be great at an organization like the United awesome. Way. Cool, good answer. All right, if you had to give up a food, the hardest one for you to give up would be the hardest food for me to give up would be probably meat. I, I, I'm excited. I'm sorry <laughs> to be the redundant man of redundancy here, but I would have a hard time giving up just. Red meat. I'll be more specific than that. I mean, I could eat common yard bird all day long, mm-hmm. but I, you know, I like red meat. I like hamburgers. I like steak. I like red meat. So I would Sweet. have a hard time giving up red meat. I like it. Kirby, the area of our industry you would like to see more women influence is blank. I would say, again, I, I think I keep going back to uh, content. Content? I, yeah, I think that uh, we're getting more and more voices mm-hmm. um, from that side of the fence through the content thing. Right. But I think like a lot of things in our industry, our voices are over uh, male dominated. So mm-hmm. I think, you know, I think when Charity Gibson creates a piece of content, when Kate Plummer is taking on things for, for um, Promo Kitchen and doing interviews, I get excited because yeah. I really do think they bring a totally different perspective. Yeah. And I just want to add one thing. You know, I think I underscored this after our women discussion. We left a lot of women off. We only have about a 35-minute podcast. I just hope we did a good job there. I'm a little concerned. (laughs) (laughs) When I left somebody off. Yeah, I know. Well, and here's the thing. We did. Yeah, I know know we did. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, go ahead. Next one. um, The kind of food you wish you had more often is? Uh, Pringles. Um, (laughs) I wish I had more Pringles every day. Pringles, those little compressed potato cookie cakes man those things are amazing it's a miracle of science i (laughs) i wish i eat them more i really try not to eat them because i know they're probably not as healthy for me as i'd like to believe um but i'd say i'd I'd put faint pringles in their own food group i like it i like it all right kirby blank is the besides amy blank is the woman in our industry you would most like to work for and with 
that one's actually pretty easy for me. It comes right to my mind right away. It's Catherine Graham. Catherine um, Graham, I thought that. Yeah, it, it, and, and again, it, not to, to discount anybody else, but when you ask that question, the first person I think yeah. of is Catherine. Mm-hmm. Um, she's one, like, she came to the office here at Coshocton, and it was so funny how many times where um, I would say something, and she would say something back, and I'd be like, I'm such a dumbass. Mm-hmm. Like she, like she, ha- she has a great way of really thinking yeah, things does. through the entire process and 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 saying it in such a way that I I, I feel comfortable. Like I'm I wasn't insulted. You know what I mean? Like she said it in such a way that I was like, oh yeah, that's way better. Let's do that. <laughs> and so, yeah. awesome, cool. Um, if you had a personal chef, uh huh, the meal you would have once a week would be. Oh, that's a great question, Kirby. I would have. Uh, salmon, not salmon. I'd have salmon uh, mm. grilled on cedar plank with a lovely rice pilaf and grilled asparagus. That's a good week. one. I love it. That's really good. Very yeah. specific. That's what I would have. All, All right, right Kirby. Are you ready for a little rapid fire? I will do so my best. I think you're going to like this one, Kirby. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, again, all you do, I'm going to give you two choices, two choices only. You pick one or the other. You do not explain your answer. There's no wrong answers, Kirby. You just, I just want your gut reaction, okay? Okay. These are strange college classes that actually exist. Oh, dear God. Yeah. Oh, dear God is probably the best way you can approach this. Are you ready? <laughs> yes. Underwater basket weaving at Reed College or tree climbing at Cornell? Oh, tree climbing. The Science of Harry Potter at Frostburg State University or the Science of Superheroes at UC University of California Ooh, at Irvine? That's a good one. I'm going superheroes. How to Watch Television at Montclair College Jesus. or American Pro Wrestling at MIT? <laughs> These are all real. I, I promise. Uh, like, literally, it is so awesome that I said that college is overpriced earlier. Yes. But um, – <laughs> TV watching, sure. Okay. European witchcraft from Oneida College or American Degenerates at Brown? Witchcraft. The Amazing World of Bubbles at Caltech <laughs> <laughs> or The Joy of Garbage at UC Berkeley? Oh, dear God. Uh, <laughs> uh, I guess Bubbles. This is actually making me angry. <laughs> I had so much fun coming up to this. Coming up with this. All right, are you ready? The, are you ready for yeah. the next one? Yeah. Invented languages, Klingon and, be- and beyond, at uh, Texas University of Texas, or Elfish, the language of Lord of the Rings, at the University of Wisconsin. Klingon. Klingon. I like it. Yep. Okay, this is a tough one. Okay. Getting getting dressed at Princeton, or finding dates worth keeping at the University of Sioux Falls. Uh, let's go finding dates worth keeping because that at least sounds like you could be learning something. These I probably could. These two come from Ole Miss, Kirby. Those sexy Victorians or the living and undead, an inquiry into zombies in cinema and literature. Living and undead. <laughs> Kirby, Lego robotics at MIT or street fighting mathematics also <laughs> at MIT. <laughs> Street fighting mathematics. For sure. I've got two more. Okay. And this, okay. Uh, purity and porn in America at Alfred University or cyber porn in society at the State University of New York in Buffalo? Uh, cyber porn, of course. Uh, cyber porn, of course. Kirby, that tells me a little bit more about it. I wanted you to know. <laughs> Last one, Kirby. The University of Rochester offers a class called Alien Sex or, the, uh, or Occidental College's The Phallus. Uh, I'm going alien sex on this one, just out of mere curiosity. I will say that this is 
the most disturbing fill in the blank we've ever had. Well, you know, <laughs> there are a lot of classes here that I wouldn't want to take, but I would tell you where I would want to take classes, and that would be Common Skew Sessions, Kirby. I think we talked about it at the top of the show. Common Skew's done a great job with their education platform, and now they're rolling out a really cool multi-city sales conference right for aimed at distributors called the Common Skew Sessions. They're going to cover that sales fun funnel from beginning to end and teach you how to really create long-lasting relationships with your clients. Dallas, Chicago, Los Angeles, New York. Go ahead and head over to commonskewsessions.com now. See the speaker list. See the schedule. Buy your tickets. Get your game on. Get your head out of your ass. Go get some <laughs> learning done. I love it. All right, Kirby. As always, I want to thank you for performing at a semi-high semi broadcast level. I'm done. I, I'm, still, <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out which college class I want to take. I think I'm leaning toward those sexy Victorians, but that's yeah. just me. Uh, yeah, okay. Thank you for listening to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. Unscripted is available every Friday at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry.